Hey, everybody. Welcome in to episode 54 of the Fused Relativity podcast. <clears throat> Friday night, 9 o'clock, kind of doing what we do. Uh, back for another episode. Excited to be here. John, how are you doing this week? Mm. That is a good question. And a good question that I cannot answer. Come on, uh, we don't have Kirk. You got to come up with some better stuff. So, the show. I know. <laughs> So after last week, I spent um, the whole weekend cleaning, pretty much. I, you can hide an enormous amount of shit in, in a small area. Yes. Like, we know this. Yeah, I know. It, it's just, it's incredible how much stuff we, uh, we managed to get out of the apartment. That's good. And then, yeah, it's like, I'm not worried, but it's just that, that anticipation or more so just unknowing is what, what's getting me. And for those who don't or aren't familiar, uh, we were told we had to have our uh, apartment inspected because uh, it was a, a little on the dirty side when they came in to do stuff two months ago. And they didn't tell us until a week. But that, I mean, we thought about it. And both me and my wife work in healthcare. And, and it's been a rough two years. So, yeah, it was. It needed some uh, TLC. Well, fix it. You move on. Yep. You know, up, up, and away. And uh, all that jazz. Keep positive. Remember, we had that little motivational yes. speech. Don't let the little stuff get to you. Just fix it. Uh, well, we got. Uh, sorry, I was going to cut you off because I just got excited, and I know you're you're still talking. Oh. But my new printer came in this week. John's got his new printer in. Uh, we are going to talk about that this evening. Uh, but more importantly, the first thing, John, I wanted to uh, bring up. Remember when I was when I was doing uh, Kirk's rewind? Yes. Uh, well, I had gone through all of our episodes to make said rewind for Kirk, and uh, we did an episode on the future of wars. Yes. And that was kind of an idea that you had brought up that we ended up talking about. And I wanted to get your opinion because it kind of seems like you, you were a little bit right, maybe not 100% right, but... Uh, based off of what we're seeing in Ukraine at this moment, uh, things are kind of molding together in that fashion. So talk about it. What do you got? Well, oh, sorry. I'm trying to get my headphone plugged back in. Oh, screw it. Um, yeah, the I was thinking about it, and I, I was seeing all of the sanctions and everything that is being put in place against Russia. And this is ex not exactly 100% what I predicted what would happen, but it's it's pretty pretty close. Because um, even if you look at like the Russian propaganda that they're playing out, they're trying very very hard to make it seem like you know everything's okay and you know it, this is all going to plan and all this other stuff, but. 
look at the that they're still having a a massive protest of their people. Like people don't want this. No one wanted this war. And I think I don't want to speculate on anything because I have no idea. But I think it was a a last ditch effort, and I think. Like many people have been saying over the last like weeks, this is going to be studied to, like crazy. Well, it's certainly an interesting uh, speculation, you know, as far as war is concerned, because I've been seeing so many different things on it. You know, World War Three, and then it's nothing, and then it goes back and forth. It's well, and that's just it. the 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 one thing left that would potentially cause World War III would be if Russia uh, grew a pair and... No, I don't want to even say that because that's the wrong terminology. But if they if they did the, the, the mistake of launching a nuke. Um, yeah, let's not, let's not hope for that. No. On, John. But that's... That's the only ex escalation there, and that's what everyone's on edge about because obviously no one wants to get nuked. Um, I don't necessarily think it's that. Like, I'm in the camp that most of their nuclear missiles are probably not necessarily a hundred percent operational. You know, the, with all the corruption and everything, just look at their. Look at the military supplies that they've been uh, using. Like I saw someone, uh, there was a, a tweet that popped up that was talking about them using Gatling guns on the back of some trailers again because, you know, it, they're just losing so much equipment. Right. In fact, like, I, I, it, I find this funny that Ukraine now has more tanks than they started with. <laughs> well, eh, yeah, that's a that's a matter of they thought it was going to be easy and it wasn't as easy as it as it went. And thinking about the future of wars, <clears throat> curious as to maybe why they haven't used more of the electronic stuff. Well, I guess it's not quite the same as if you were to hit somewhere See, else. But that's. This is this is actually a good point. This was something that was being brought up. Like they were talking about their hypersonic missiles, um, their their missiles that can go like Mach ten, which you know, fascinating tech. They were they were talking about it uh, for years and years, and everyone's like, oh, they're they're using the hypersonic missiles. They're designed to go to war during the Cold War. They weren't planning on going to war with Ukraine or with Europe. It was a war against us. America. Um, so all almost all of their armaments are designed to go against American forces. Um, that's why the hypersonic missiles were such a big deal because they could theoretically go fast enough to penetrate a aircraft carrier's uh, defensive shield. Um, Ukraine doesn't have any of that. There's nothing that Ukraine has that would warrant shooting something that can go Mach 10 at it, but yet they're still doing it. Well, and the, the whole thing, I mean, I've been on both sides of this the whole thing. I've been following it. 
and I don't know how I technically feel about it. It's awful, you know, for everyone involved, but uh, realistically, I've been worried about it, and then I'm not worried about it. Oh, and I see what the you're whole, you know, When you the said both is, sides, I was like, wait. <laughs> well, yeah. Not not both sides of this, I mean. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying now. Like, both sides it's, of being worried, not pro-Russia, pro-Ukraine. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> that would be weird if I'm like one one minute I'm go Ukraine and then go Russia. What is this? The basketball game? Come on. I was gonna say yeah. 1996 uh, Super Bowl in our house. Right. So <laughs> you. Yeah, Broncos Packers. Don't, yeah, I, I got it. I to give the context because you know we're we know what we're talking about, but yeah, we are we're Packers and Broncos and having to cheer for both of them was it was interesting. I was the only one cheering for the Packers, I think. Uh, I can't remember. It was a while ago, but <laughs> dude, and don't get me started on the NFL cuz I holy crap, I could talk for a whole podcast about the NFL and it just doesn't need to be done and people have already heard it. But it seems to me, listening back to that episode, I remember thinking about how the future of wars is so much different than even going back to the Cold War. It's so much different now. It's kind of amazing from an outside view to look at, but still very scary from an inside view. Well, and that's just it. Like That's why I think all the, the fear-mongering about, oh, we need you know a military and all that... It's it's kind of pointless. Like, if China decided that it really wanted to invade the United States, I don't think we would be able to stop it. But I don't think that's something we would ever have to worry about. And, and I think with Russia, the, the fact that Russia is likely going to go back to, like, pre-Cold War era levels like i personally think that russia is likely going to get uh broken up again into even smaller bit pieces certainly a possibility um because it's it's almost like it's almost like it'll have to do that just to just to save face almost because as it stands there is going to be so much public backlash for any company that tries to go back into Russia. Even though, you know, from a humanitarian standpoint, you we should be shipping them necessities or, you know, still trading necessities. But people are going to very quickly... What's that? Oh, I saw a story about uh, the hacker group Anonymous said that they targeted Nestle because Nestle hadn't pulled out of Russia yet. Yeah, it, it's it was weird. the The list of essentials that they said were that they were selling that I wouldn't necessarily quantify them as essential. But well, yeah. the only one I could the only one I could really see that was like, you know, was baby food, and I thought, okay, well, if you're selling baby food, then no, yeah, that's one. That would be considered a necessity, but 
you know, chances are if you're selling baby food, you're probably selling Swiss Miss chocolate cocoa mix too. You know, it's no different company. But I'm, anyway, my thing is like, uh, I'm gonna say the name or not wrong because I unfortunately, but is it Renault, the car manufacturer? They started produ or production back up in Russia, and they got bombarded with people who will probably never be able to afford a Renault. And so they pulled back out. Like, it is going to be hard for any company for the foreseeable future to do business in Russia. Like, even... I don't want to misquote this, but I saw that Germany's going to be energy independent by, like, a, two years from now. Like, it, it, it's... This war has crippled Russia. And this is why I thought it would never happen. Is It's... Like, if they had done what I thought they were doing and what everyone thought they were doing by just putting Russian stuff in territories and then claiming them like they did Crimea... That I could understand, but the the full invasion was just like it's it's crippled Russia, and I don't think there will be any other country that is going to attempt that. Like Mexico is not going to say I'm going to invade Texas. Like that's well, and I think the the over overarching um, story I guess we could take from this is a war now. 2022 everybody is in it everybody's involved even though it's between russia and ukraine the whole world is watching and, and involved in it and it affects everybody i mean look at our gas prices yeah. and you know this the world economy is is everybody's taking uh a second to be like oh i don't know how the things are going to actually play out and it's it's affecting everybody, even though it's between two countries. See, I'm going to rant about gas prices because you brought it up. Are are people just as bad as goldfish when it comes to remembering shit? Like, I it could just be me because I I it, this was a painful part. But a decade ago, gas was more expensive. Like, false. I've been. I mean, yeah, I see where you're going because a decade ago, gas was three dollars and some cents a gallon here in Denver, but it was never three ninety nine. And so, yeah. yes, I understand. Yes, there was expensive three forty nine, three fifty nine, but considering well, where where gas was a month ago or two months ago, no, I get it, that, but that is also a bit on the the. Gas company or not gas companies, but you know the oil companies because the price of barrel now per barrel now is way cheaper than it was a decade ago. Well, and we could go into we don't have to turn our podcast into bashing oil companies and all that. Oh, bullshit, I would love but, to. Well, of course you would, but that's <laughs> not the point. The point, uh, the point is we are going to uh, we're going to skip that for now, and we're going to say. Let's talk about plastic. <laughs> okay, what about plastic? I'm game. Oh, no, no. I, I, I was trying to segue into 3D printing. I figured that. I was, okay. calling your, I was calling your bluff. But 
Uh, I, so, sorry, I will um, say I found out an interesting thing this week. What's the, that? Because oh, I'm hearing echoing. Um, PLA, which is corn, or, you know, in theory, it's made from corn. So in theory, it's biodegradable. Um, obviously, that's that's not 100% the case. All pl- uh, yeah. All PLA now is uh composites. Like the the shiny filament usually has pet G in it. Yeah, I did see that they were making composite filaments. It it seemed to be uh when you look at the uh, the specifications, especially on some of them when they come in and you see the base melting temperatures to 10, you know, what the recommended uh, print temperature is. It's never been that high for PLA, so they have to be adding extra stuff to it. Well, and that's just it. Like, I, well, I've always printed it to 10, but that's just the, I I very much don't like messing with settings. So... I always just leave it default on Prusa, and Prusa is 215 on the first layer, 210 on... But that's for Prusa's filament, which I'm assuming is also potentially a composite. Um, But yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Even more interesting is I got my new printer in yesterday, and I built it. Yes. Oh, you know what? Let me... And this printer is a monstrosity. Yeah, I will try and get this up on... You talk about it while I, I, I work on this. So, my new printer came in. It is a GTEC A30T, and the thing's gigantic. I was kind of uh, shocked by it a little bit because it's what I wanted, but I just maybe didn't realize how big this thing was. I put it in front of my old printer... And basically, it dwarfs it because it's so big. And so, I, I'm happy. I just have to figure out where I'm going to put the damn thing. And essentially, it's got a 20, 20, it's got a 12-inch build plate, 12-inch uh, squared, so it's 12 by 12, and then 15 inches high. But it also does three colors at once, which is super cool. I did the test print on it last night. It only took about an hour to build from start to finish, which is kind of, it's pretty good for a 3D printer, honestly. And I did the, uh, just a test calibration print, and it does exactly what it said it's going to do. I printed a cube, and it did mix colors like it was supposed to. So that's the whole... Send me that if you can. Send you what? Oh, if you have a picture of the the cube, send me that. I'm trying to get it. Oh, trying to get a picture. Yeah. uh, I don't have the cube in front of me, so we'll get to that in a second. But it does mix the colors as it's supposed to. So as it's printing, it mixes the three colors together to make a different color, which is really cool. Uh, they gave me some really weird neutral colors to test with because they always send you a little scrap just to play with. 
and I used those and it was black, like a red, brown and a copper. And so it's kind of hard to see the, the neutral uh, colors on it, but each outside layer on the cube was a different color, a different solid color. So it actually tells you um, how it's gonna be. Ah, thank you. Uh, it's actually tells you how it's going to put the outside color as a different, basically as a different color in the uh, in the program. Is is and, any is any of that color puke? Because that's what it smells like. Because bam! Hey hey hey! Kirk's here. I I there's a scheduling conflict at the bar, and I was. I'm going to go see Brian Posehn tomorrow, but I got an extra night off. But yeah, so I figured I'd come and try to uh, rev up the poor ratings. After I left, I heard it really tanked. So. <laughs> uh, it Well, I don't know if it tanked. We were just, <laughs> we were just talking about uh, 3D printing and my new printer that came in. And then I see a blast from the past, which is totally fitting. That's, that's, yes. That's why I named it that. So, and, and John, you're, you're not like a uh, tanned in tone now. You're not like, you know, you, you don't have a deep tan on it. You're still pale. Is yes. anything different? Okay, good. He tried to start the show off with a bummer and I didn't let it happen. Just so you know, Kirk. You did a preemptive bummer? No, I just stopped it and we went to something else. And then we started talking about the war in Ukraine and that was sad. So then we switched to 3D printing. Can I just real quick, just, I came from uh, Ian's, Ian's place. The guy, you know how you're a female impersonator? Well, when you female impersonate, one of the stops is Ian's. Um, yes. <laughs> have you ever heard of an armadillo egg as food? Do you guys know what I'm talking no. about? I, oh uh -huh. my gee! Oh, you got it. Okay, so imagine uh, Ian's wife hollowed out a jalap like it was a, a jalapeno, and stuffed it with cream cheese. Okay, so you're with okay. me so far on it. So far, she, yeah. She, she surrounded that with ground beef, and then she wrapped that ground beef in bacon. It was so damn good. It was so, like, and I get like, I got props because I ate it with my hands. I guess you get to use silverware, but it just, it was like, it was like a, a donut. You know what I mean? It was like a, you could hold it and it was just of deliciousness. So why I don't need to get silverware in between me and this. This is awesome. <laughs> this is only going to last two, two bites top. So Yes. Well, it, no, it was, it took several, it was uh, like, you got, you got to get Ian to give his wife, your wife, the recipe to make this. Cause you would, I mean, all of what I just said is so good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I mean, I want to eat it. Here's the thing. And then maybe the next time we play, here's the thing. Maybe next time we play music, we do it over at Ian's place because it's, he doesn't have neighbors who complain about the noise and then he has a base and then he has a, there's a bar in his garage. So those are three points. <sighs> yes. When you, when you, when you have a chance, make it over. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll rock out or something. <laughs>
But uh, John, any how many how many prostitutes have you scattered about the hiking trails? <laughs> any new ones that you want to discuss? It's still pending, so you can't legally. All right, I get it. Sure. <laughs> I've got so a, John. Yeah, John got the picture up of the 3D printer that uh, I added to my my room, and. You can see it's got three tubes running down to from each spool of filament. It's pretty cool. It's a big thing, though. I don't know where I'm going to put it. And after the show, I'm going to work on making something a little more exciting than a cube. But the cube was pretty cool. So, all right, here's the cube. Um, Okay, it's got a Z. It looks like Zorro. It's got a Z in it. Yeah. yeah, there's the cube. And honestly, that is, you've got it already pretty well calibrated. Yes. I uh, I spent some time before I test printed it to calibrate it, and it did pretty well. Uh, the one gripe I have about this particular one was the build plate. Um, you know, some of them have glass, some of them have removable mats. This one has a sticky mat that goes on top. Terrible plan. Oh, and then you, um, well, let me go back. Basically so it just this... clips on? Uh, it doesn't clip. It just has like a sticky on the bottom. So you just lay it down like you would a piece of transfer tape or something. Uh, it, it's a bad design. I'm going to, I'm going to immediately invest in a different product for that, but uh, it, I mean, it adhered well, but you get bubbles when the heat bed warms up. It starts to bubble on you. Gotcha. Which is, that's, it's just not a good design, but I would does, rather does go it, in. Does it actually pop like a blister? Like when you say a bubble, like, or is it just like, it just bubble and you like throw it away? No, it's just air underneath of the, the mat. And then when it heats up, it bubbles up. Yeah. Cause it just expands and bubbles. <laughs> Um, so ba basically, all I have to do is just flatten it out and readjust it. But it's just a—it's not good for multiple use. So I think I'll probably put a uh, a little different surface on there. But if that's gonna the worst, yeah, I was gonna say you should be able to get a glass um, sheet for it without too much trouble. I would imagine. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. And if that's the worst that I have to gripe about. Yeah. So yeah. I think I will be able to switch you over to press a slicer though, or press a slicer. I realize I've been saying that wrong. Um, let me get off of this. Oh, and I've done that. <laughs> there we go. Blasting off. <laughs> Kirk's Kirk's back. So John's he's nervous. He's yeah. <laughs> um, so in uh, Prusa Slicer, they have a new thing uh, where you can paint. And with this paint, you can paint different colors. And it will slice those into different colors for multi-filament machines. Well, what I can tell you is my I have my own software for that already. Uh-huh. And 
apparently it is functional in Cura, so I can actually do the same thing in my new software and run it through Cura. So I okay. may not switch. I may not switch over to yours, but um, what is cool, and I don't know if I told you this, but uh, it actually gives me because I was I set this print before I went to bed, and it is so I didn't really see the whole thing, but. Uh, it gives you a, on the readout while it's printing, it actually tells you what the percentage is of each filament that is you being used at any given moment. Okay. So so it's actually mixing, I mean, it's a true mixture of the filaments based off of extruder. So if, you know, if you wanted to make, if you had red, blue, and yellow loaded in and you wanted to make orange it would use 50 percent red 50 percent yellow boom you got orange oh can, can i have can i ask a dumb guy question like like you're talking about mixing colors like could a 3d printer could it handle like tie-dye like picture like a tie-dye shirt could That's... it do the randomness or does it need like precision well, the thing is, is you have to tell it what colors to put where. So there's really not a random feature. So it needs specific instructions. Like I need this exactly. So abstract doesn't really work. It needs specific. Yeah. It, you're going to have to tell it what to print. Otherwise, it's not going to know what to do. So basically, you have to tell it, I want this to be red. Now, if you were good enough, you could make it look random. You know, but that would take a lot of time to make something look random that's planned. Could you just give your 3D printer an edible and put on the Grateful Dead <laughs> and go figure it out? Is that that might know? be this? That might be too close to consciousness for a robot. That might be when it switches over and and, you know. and just destroys us all. So that's, yes. that's so don't. If if you're listening to this and you're a 3D printer novelist, do not give your 3D printer edibles or hallucinogens because that's how Terminator got started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the red eye thing actually, which is funny because this new printer for the Z stop switch for some reason, so it has a Z uh, a Z stop switch on both Z axes, and they both have red lights. Which then in the dark look like eyeballs. <laughs> so so in the dark it looks like the printer is staring you down. It's kind of creepy. Uh, yeah, I could see that. So I don't know if that was like a design thing, like that, like that engineer who designed the. Uh, uh, you know, we were talking about it. The the rover on uh, Mars that had consciousness and it didn't makes me have sad. consciousness it just knew it was going to die yes <laughs> that's a big part of it i think <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're a robot you shouldn't really know that you're about to die i'm just you know right it'd just be like one percent one percent and then nothingness that's all it is that's you know the battery drained and there's no woe is me so as far as it goes, John, G Tech A30T, uh, so far so good. I don't have any complaints. I haven't used it, but just to do the, the test cube, but the test cube came out relatively nice. It looks like uh it could be a pretty successful printer. I don't, you know, I'm gonna 
like I said this weekend, I'm going to do a little something a little more complicated just to see. You're going to make me. You're going to make me set up my stupid Neptune. Well, tonight. that was that was going to be my next question: Is had you set up your new one? So the reason why I hadn't set it up, because um, it's been killing me. It's been sitting in a box since last weekend. Um, what? Is I Come didn't on, want to set it up, and then have to move next week. Ah, that's the same way. Like my daughter's bed is broken, kind of broken. We have it held in place by zip ties right now, but. Uh, we have the replacement bed, but if we have to move, why build an entire bed only to take it down? Dismantle it. Yeah, all right. So that's that's what's been I've been holding off because a I don't exactly have space to put a third printer, and b considering why I might have to move, I wanted to kind of keep it right minimal okay, until. So- do you feel your your current 3D printer? Do you do you sense it getting jealous because it knows it's in the box? Like its replacement is there? Well, it's not, even, it's not even a replacement. If anything, it's booting my daughter's printer off the lineup. Huh. So you can you can have more than one 3D printer working in tandem. It's it doesn't have to be like okay, I got a new one, then the old one goes in the garage. Oh no! Anything. Like the the fact that I had two printers going. Uh, when I was printing, I, I printed, I I printed an anniversary present before we uh, we found out we were having to do all of this. On one printer, it probably would have taken close to like three or four days. Uh, the fact that I had two printers, I had it done in like a day and a half. Huh. And your and your wife said it was the best meal you ever made. <laughs> it was the most the most edible thing you produced was by plastic and filament. So. Well, it's right. kind of made of corn, so it's you know it makes sense. That's healthy. You know, like, it's, it's damn, the cats always are chewing on it. Well, we'll be interested to see how your your uh, oh, elegoo turns out because this one so far, I mean, I'm happy with it. I was a little worried when I ordered it, like I said, because there wasn't a lot of reviews, well, and it it was something that even YouTube didn't really have a whole lot on. So, which is why we kind of talked each other into this. Uh, well, in fairness, I bought the Neptune and was just like, fuck it YOLO. Um, but then I talked to you into the G tech because there is not a lot of information out there. So on our YouTube channel, there will be a lot of, uh, as we figure out an experiment, a lot of information that we can, <laughs> put together for both the Elegoo Neptune 2D and the GTEC bunch of numbers that Chris has. Sure, of course. <laughs> well, a funny story. I, uh, I, I thought about making a video on building this particular printer because I didn't find one on YouTube. I mean, they had the factory one where they make it look all easy. Yeah. And I chickened out because I didn't want to look stupid on a video, on a YouTube video about like, what the hell does this piece do? Yeah, but well, see, you, that's you gotta edit. You edit. <laughs> yes, there's uh, there's editing, and then also, what the hell does this piece do? Is kind of the uh, the backbone of social media these days. The people checking it out are thinking the same thing. Yeah. 
yeah so that's that's you in fact that's inspired me i probably won't do my build my neptune tonight i'll probably build it tomorrow and do a video of it there was there was a there was a point in the instructions where it was it said plug the the plug this plug into the mulkey switch uh i don't know what that is how do i find the mulkey if you don't know i'm not going to tell you but see <laughs> that's just it that's that's the thing that like there's a certain level like if i was asked to build a uh prusa printer again i built two i think that the the second one went way faster than the first one but well sure there's still certain elements that like if the average person like yes it only took you an hour but you have at least a little bit of knowledge with 3D printing and 3D printers. You kind of know what they're supposed to do and what they're supposed to look like. The average person doesn't necessarily. So, you know, having those uh, a video showing how it was built would be interesting. Right. Because isn't that what, like, the Geek Squad or, like, that's basically, like, people don't have the time to... Divet, to to learn the intricacies like because it, it's it's like whatever hobby whatever thing you're into you have to devote time to and it seems like computers is thing and if you just if you just don't then like you find someone you pay someone to do it who oh, understands you know that that's a good point because if if you were to ask the average person like you know if i were to ask chris or let's say if something if like chris's oven would break i'm guessing chris would try and fix it himself correct Probably. But if his computer had an issue, he would go I'd to someone. You. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's despite, out of his comfort zone. Yeah, despite the fact that yes, I get that computers are intimidating, but they're they're essentially Legos at this point. You know, you're not trying to solder in resistors and you know, you don't have to you just plug it in. Well, I like the idea of YouTube videos, though. When when there's a YouTube video that I can follow that's like, okay, I can physically see what this person is doing, which is the only way I was able to build an Ender 3 kit, which was really hard. I still don't understand why you got an Ender 3 kit. Well, don't ask me. And uh, you know what? It made me better because I understand 3D printers a lot better well, after building that stupid thing. But well, see, and that's I I would wholeheartedly agree because I have built my my Prusa printer. If something goes wrong, I know how to take it apart, and I feel comfortable taking it apart to fix it. And honestly, the the first printer I ever had was a Da Vinci. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. A Da Vinci Junior, which was. Honestly, it was a good printer. It did exactly what it was supposed to, but it was a beginner 3D printer. And it was and also by DaVinci, who was just a awful company. Terrible, terrible. But you you are a group. It was good for a beginner, but you got to move on. Well, and they do they did some really like they made it so that you could only use their filament and then you couldn't find their filament cuz nobody bought their printers cuz you could only use their filament. It was a huge pain in the ass, but it was a good printer, and it came fully assembled. All you did was pull it out of the box and plug it in. It was pretty nice. Nice. But 
it was a uh, it was a case of they didn't want to break away into the open source market like the other people, the other printers were. And then they started to lose a lot of money. So then they said, well, we'll just make a thing so that you can use any filament you want, but you're going to pay $50 for it. Well, if I'm going to pay 50 bucks, I might as well just buy an open source printer that's probably better that's going to do the same damn thing. Yeah, it seems like they priced themselves out of it. They 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 prove their own extinction. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, they're not even around anymore. They dropped the name and went to XYZ Printing. Yeah, I, I did see you can still buy the adapter piece, but at this point, there's just no reason for me to go back to that thing. Right. No. It, give me a good old fashioned extruder, and I'll take eat my morning strudel, and I'm happy. Thank you very much. Am I right? Holler. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, so I got. I'm excited about this one. I'm uh my first pr my first big project is going to be a 3D printed guitar. Uh, on this thing and. Kirk, since you're here, the first guitar I'm going to make you is a Tinkercat guitar. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll get it. <laughs> maybe then I'll understand. Uh, probably not. But you'll be like, well, what is this? Uh, it's a guitar. It doesn't look like a guitar. Well, because it's a Tinkercat. All right. As long as it, it rocks like a guitar. I'll, you know. So I won't, I won't set it on fire. How about that? I won't smash that one. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's plastic. But I'm going to print one of these guitars once I get all the pieces put together because I got to model it off of a real pieces. So I got to get my pieces together. But once I get the pieces together, I have a big enough printer to now print in one piece, which is kind of cool. So should be an interesting build, hopefully with multiple colors. You know, and it's funny that you bring up uh, the guitar stuff, because once we started talking about it, I was like, ah, oh, maybe I should look and see the amount of stuff from my, like, early 20s that I found. The, the god-awful belt buckles. Uh, but I found <sighs> I have two sets of uh, guitar parts. I've got two double pickups, two single pickups, and 12 pegs. So I have enough for two guitars. Do you have any necks? No, because I'm going to 3D print them. That was my whole thing. No. Well, when we... 3D printing a neck, I don't know. Yeah, Th that's... I'm, I'm... <laughs> this, this is what... Uh, for to, Well, we're kind of spoiling it as it is. Um... We want to try and see if it is possible to 3D print a neck that won't bend with the tension on the, an electric guitar string. We don't know if it's going to work. It, it's probably not going to work. But we're going to try. I'm going to try. All right. Hey, if it works, I'm happy and kudos. But I'm, I'm just, it, it's like 200 pounds of tension on that string. Yeah, I know. Well, either way, that's my first project. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to look really cool when it's all done. I've been modeling it over the last week. And uh, 
I'll be able to play it at Kirk's place when uh, when we jam. So I, I want to get someone else's opinion. Is it okay if I kind of spoil your thing? Uh, are you t- uh, okay? Uh, that's why I'm asking you, because I wanted to get Kirk's opinion. Go uh, for it. Okay, spoil his, so... Spoil his thing, go ahead. So, Kirk, if I were to say, I'm building a moon guitar, what would you think? I initially thought sort of of the, the fingernail-type moon, like kind of the half shape, because that was the shape I was picturing. Yeah, see, that... When I got the picture from Chris, it, it, it's a full moon. It is a full moon. Yes. Pressing ham. <laughs> Which is funny, Kirk, because his, his text message to me was, I didn't think you were going to print a full-ass moon. <laughs> yeah. It's just, when you say, I'm going to build a moon guitar, like, my first thought was, oh, a crescent moon. That would be kind of cool. Right, it's almost I, like a like a like a flying V, like kind yeah, of, yeah. And then it was just like full moon. I was like, I I don't dislike it. It's just I what that wasn't what exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, no, it was. It's it's weird how you have moon and I don't know. It seems like that almost like is a little psychological test. Like when I say when you say moon, what do you picture? Yeah. Well, screw you guys. I'm going with the full moon. What, what, what about what about the remember the McDonald's commercial where there was like the moon? He had a moon face and he was playing the piano and singing. That was, I think, that was a half moon or fingernail moon. Do you guys? Well, well, guess what? I picked full moon because two reasons. One, circle for my first one is a very simple shape. Number two, <laughs> I do what I want. Uh, number three, <laughs> it it looks like a banjo. I was gonna so, say I, I typed oh, in moon okay. guitar, and most of them are just banjos. Yeah. So I'm gonna do what I want, and just uh, you know, I'm gonna roll with it. It's gonna look like a moon. I do what and, I want to do. Say what I want to say. Say what I wanna dance. I, I, I wanna will dance. give you. Props, Chris, because all of the moon guitars that are, you know, actually the the prominent design is a crescent or like half moon. So you right. went, everybody thinks one that you and you, you zagged. I zag. I always I, zag, Kirk. In fact, this one looks like a banana. Hold on. Uh, whiteboard's coming up. There it is. <laughs> Like, I get that it's supposed to be a moon, but that looks like a banana. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, that's a banana, not a moon. Yeah, you're not going to be able to play that. The fr- It's very slippery. See, like that. <laughs> the, the monkeys will be coming after you. Yeah, they won't, yeah. Like if if you don't do a monkey's cover with a banana guitar, then they're gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna go well. See, yeah. and all all mine is is you just don't take the cutout. You just keep it yeah, going. It's so. this. Yeah. Yep. Full circle. Full <laughs> circle. It's very very Buddhist of you. I mean, when I first thought of moon, I thought of Neil Armstrong's pressed ham, but I went with you know. A normal moon, so 
Right. The fact that he didn't moon us on the moon, that's a big that's an immature man. It's a better man than I. Well, that's because if you moon someone on the moon, vacuum of space, you'd be dead. So it's the last thing yeah. you'd ever do. But you that no, because you could do it from inside the capsule. It's totally worth it. <laughs> he died doing what he loved, showing his bare ass to everybody. <laughs> Speaking of the moon, though, they decided they're going to pick a second ship for Artemis to keep that going for some reason. Well, the SLS apparently is getting ready to go back up for tests, so... The $4 billion rocket. They might they might be trying to weasel back the SLS rocket. And then I saw today another space story was that uh, Firefly has actually just got a bunch of funding and they're going to do a second test on their orbital rocket. So I, are they going to they, – the first time they came up pregnant and they're just <laughs> – uh, no, they were, uh, their first, their first mission was a, uh, complete failure. They, they did not make it far. Ah. But and then they, Firefly, I, I couldn't remember if we t talked about Firefly or not. I don't remember it, especially since it was, I mean, that one was a bit on the, uh, I mean, more... it could. It could be that the the person who initially like invested in the company and basically owned it was a Ukrainian guy, so that could be why it was in the news. But yeah, it looks like it failed. Was, Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say he was forced to sell off, and there was a whole lot of political stuff that went into it. But they're gonna try for a uh, second orbital. Well, they also picked SpaceX for its landing. Huh. Yeah, the uh, it, it only failed six months ago, so that's that's in space time that's relatively short. Did space time have to adjust for daylight savings time, too? No. Oh, now we have you here. Did you, the, the fact that it might be going away for good. I thought Congress just, they voted to keep it did, wasn't that the vote that they go... Did they vote? I didn't pay much attention to it after the initial announcement. I thought there was some announcement of, like, they they voted to keep it. Yeah, they. As, it's as not Arizona. going anywhere. Yeah, uh. as, as Arizona, it annoys me. I, I just, like, everybody in the whole world except one state goes, no. I kind of like that. Well... It's just, an, you know, there's always that one thing to annoy you. And I think that's what it is, Kirk. It's just like, you're from Arizona. You're going to hate this. We're going to do it anyway. Right. And when you move out of Arizona, you're like, what? I got to change the, like, for some reason, the, the, uh, my clock in my car for the last couple of months was like an hour ahead. So it was an hour off. And I didn't, I, I never took the time to figure out why to fix it. But then daylight savings time came, and now it's fixed. So, boom, I'm back on schedule. See? I just had to wait it out. I said, just for, for seven weeks, I had to just go, 
it's actually an hour different. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> but then when it got fixed, you were just like, yeah, daylight savings time rocks. No, I never said no. <laughs> I, I thought, well, no. well yeah, that's, I didn't have to fix my clock. Thank you, daylight save. That's the only time I have. That's true. It's the first time I enjoyed daylight savings time. Um, yeah, no, it hasn't failed yet. It passed the Senate, so. But it, it the, the the bill is to make it permanent, is what I understood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, but it's they tried it like a while ago and it didn't work, and then they don't yeah, think it's going to work this time. And there's pl why. I'm just curious. Yeah, what lobbyist? Who? Who? What? You know, like what big tobacco? Who's who's big time? You know what I mean? Who's? <laughs> I'm tired of changing my clocks back and forward. I'm gonna spend billions of dollars to pay people to get that to not happen. Like it's the atom, it's the atomic clock community, Kirk. Is they don't. What yes. What? Chris or, or John? Do you have a guess, John? Like, what? Who? Who would benefit uh, to keep changing the clocks? I the don't. Clock people, you wear out your clock, so you got to buy another one because you're wearing it out. No, it's <laughs> like I, I get, I get the parent thing. Like, oh, for like a month, you'll have to go to, you know, kids will have to go to school in the dark. Like, okay, that's like the worst you time you would have to go, or you know, the time where it's going to be the darkest, the longest, is over winter break. Like, I don't, I can kind of see it, but at the same time, I'm like. It's I I just don't I'm for getting rid of it. What about you? Yeah, Chris, what do you I, think? I don't care. All right, you have no hunt in the dog. Or no, fight. I got no dog in the fight. It's yeah. uh, like it's one of those things that you get used to, right? You know, us growing up with it. You know, it's great in the fall because you get an extra hour of sleep. You wake up and it's like six o'clock in the morning. You're like, oh. In the spring, it sucks because you wake up and you're like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. That's what? And then your whole week's off and then everything goes back to normal. Well, and the weird part growing up in Arizona, because we didn't do it, it would be like all of a sudden, like all of the uh, TV shows were like shifted an hour. You know, like just weird stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's still six o'clock, but instead of the news, you're starting to get like sitcoms. Just it was just odd. That that yeah. would be so odd. So is this con so is this conversation. Eh. Well, Kirk, uh, I know you you popped on. It was it was uh, probably not planned, but do you have at least a joke for us this evening? Uh, I threw him on the spot. He's not going to have one. Well, I mean, I. I was playing guitar. I could play guitar. I could play mandolin. Uh, a joke. Um, all right. Do you, okay, it's not my joke, but do you want a really long joke? It was like, did you guys ever see the Aristocrats? The movie The Aristocrats? I Yes, I did. Where yeah. They the really long, filthy jokes. This was like in the bonus features of like, a, it was an extra, it was a side joke. So, okay. So a guy in like World War II, he was, you know, he was, he was fighting. Uh, on the U.S. side, and he was in he was in Belgium, and he had this peach 
peach pie that was just the the best peach pie he ever had. So, you know, he, he comes back home after the war, family, wife, kids, the whole deal. He's he's got and then he's he's like, you know, old man, 70 years old. He's got uh, three weeks to live. And he goes, well, I, before I die, I want one more of that that peach pie that I had the best peach pie I ever had. So he travels, he books passage, he gets on a ship, he travels, the cruise ship sinks on the way there. So he's able to like get some, like he makes a raft with some stuff he's tied together. He floats, he keeps floating. He gets attacked by sharks. He battles them off. He loses an arm. He gets to the beach. He gets to the beach. He makes it there. He gets on a bus. He travels all the way to Belgium. He gets a crosstown bus. Sure, they have them in Europe. Um, he goes, he finds the, he finds it. He's like a stump. He's bleeding to death. He's ravaged. He's starving. He, he finds that restaurant and he goes in and he goes, Hey, I, what, what do you, what would you like, sir? I want a piece of that peach pie. And the waitress goes, Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I just, I just sold the last piece 20 minutes ago. And he goes, uh, I'll just have coffee then. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> he just went with it. He just, yeah, all right, I'll just, okay. <laughs> so that that's what it's, it's a, I don't know, it's a, I don't know if it's a crowd plea, it's a, you either like that joke or you don't. I, I just felt sad for the guy who didn't get his pie. Yeah. That's the only thing he wanted. Yeah, just yeah. a cup, cup of coffee. All right. I'm, you know. <laughs> There, well, there, there is a, a class. I, the, the way I, it was Larry Miller, really, really funny comedian. You've seen him on like, uh, he's always plays like the stuffy, douchey principal in like, um, like 10 Things I Hate About You, or he, he's like the stuffy, douchey guy. So, oh, if, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So fun. That guy's hilarious. If you don't know Larry Miller, he, look up Larry Miller, you'll laugh. He has a really funny thing about, uh, like the stages of drinking and like, you know, like the, the devil's on your shoulder and then the devil's bartending and then the devil's giving you a free shot. Like it just keeps, it's really, really funny. Well, nice. I put you on the spot because statistically, if, if someone just walks up and says, Hey, you got a joke for me? 90% of the time you can't think of one. It's like a on the spot, just, huh? I don't know any jokes. It was, yeah, it's like just it was going through the Rolodex, which is an old young young people don't know what that is anymore. But you used to write on pay, paper and you'd spin this thing. But that's kind of what it is. It's it's like uh, I had that happen the other day and somebody was, you know, one of the somebody came up to me and was like, hey, man, you got a joke today? And I said. I thought about it and I was like. Maybe you oh. ever heard about the, <laughs> you ever heard about the one with the pirate and the uh the ship steering wheel attached to the front of his pants. Oh, yeah. Is it, is it you're, you're driving me nuts? Yes. Is that... <laughs> yeah. Way to ruin yeah. the joke, Kirk. I was going to oh, say. That, that, that's the best part. <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, I was gonna say, you've got two kids, Chris. You should be uh, fluent in dad jokes. Uh, I'm, yeah. one big, I'm one big dad joke. <laughs> So, so are we going to off-topic it? Uh, I believe 
that is the key. What are what are we doing? You got so one? yes, I learned this week um, that I, I'm reading this from Reddit, but on average, half of all service dogs fail their training due to this poor rate. South 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 Korea experimented with cloning service dogs that has already passed their training. The resulting clones passed at much higher than average. They've been cloning dogs in South Korea. Hmm. I, like, I, I was talking about this with someone. Oh, yeah, it was my daughter when we were playing Minecraft. Um, I asked her who's the most famous sheep. And Dolly. Dolly. Yeah. Dolly's the most famous sheep. Because it was the first sheep ever cloned. I didn't realize they were still cloning animals. Like, I know they were doing it for, like, preservation and stuff like that, but... Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to just stop. They're like, all right, we got one. We're done. But you would think that, you know, with how much controversy Dolly whipped up, that uh, continued cloning experiments would be, you know, at least newsworthy. Well, and our, what, old school thinking here, can't you just breed the... The, the dogs that pass the seeing eye do the test can't you just breed them with other dogs that pass the test and then I mean, you know I would assume that they would have tried that right that seems like the easy way to do it yeah but cloning it's just I it just blew my mind like and that that's what got me was the fact that I had to read it was like they have cloned dogs like I didn't realize they just continued doing that. Granted, I didn't stay up to, like, Dolly was, what, 98, mid-90s? Uh, Yeah-ish, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, and, like, it was big back then, but then it just kind of, it as fast as, you know, the clone sheep lives, uh, the clone sheep died, and then it's just, all interest right. in cloned right. animals was, like, gone. It wasn't hot, it wasn't sexy anymore. Didn't yeah. Didn't have to sizzle. So I just, 25 years later, learning that there's clone service animals out there. Just bizarre. Yeah, that's a little weird. Well, I've got... Uh, essentially, I found a story about uh, scientists found microplastics in human blood. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's not creepy at all. Just, just from the drinking water? They're just... We're drinking it? Is that what it is? It was 80% of the people they tested. Yeah, essentially they're saying, like, plastic is everywhere and we're slowly introducing it into our bloodstreams and it's unfilterable, so... You know what? I think maybe people like the environmentalists, they'll be instead of, you know, when they die, instead of being like, you know, buried or cremated, they can just be recycled. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing, though. It's it's not a very, uh, a very happy thing, but it's a thing. People Have you seen post themselves? Or... Yeah, they, they put like a tree seed and they put you in this like capsule underneath the tree and the tree just absorbs you. So you fertilize the tree. Yes. Hmm. I just, you know, yeah. You know, Chris, 
if, if, if Chris, you did that, you know what you'd grow? You'd grow stinkweed. All right. Hey, yo. <laughs> boom. All right. Well, <laughs> I thought it was an interesting story. That's why I brought it up for up topic because it was, I was like, that makes sense. You know, looking into, uh, I read this conspiracy Reddit. Um, I listened to a conspiracy theory about what the FDA for the FDA, how food was treated. And that doesn't surprise me. Oh, yeah. Well, like that was the old joke with hot dogs. It was like there was an acceptable amount of rat feces. Probably. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, eh, it's the fact that, you know, you know. They go, hey, fast food is food. Hey, I don't, you don't care about my, like I said, the, the same care they put in like your news media is the same care they put into your fast food food. All so, I know is no in World War II, before refrigeration was a thing, they would uh, ship meat in uh, with, they would basically put it in formaldehyde. Right. Yep. Yeah. Totally toxic to humans, but you know, it's cool. Well, did you see the the correlation between like uh leaded gas and violent crimes? Like as soon as they started taking the lead out of gas, violent crimes like nosedived. Hmm. So leaded leaded gas was making people mad? Well Yeah, it's it was uh was doing some things to people. That's why, like, <clears throat> I don't want to necessarily generalize it, but a lot of times, like, people that are in the, uh, like, 50 and above range get aggressive very quickly. They have huh. short, short fuses. Yeah. And it, a lot of people are speculating that it's because of, like, lead paint and just lead was everywhere in that time frame. Well, and 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 also, I'm, and maybe fifties a little young for this, but like Alzheimer's patients, when they get that dementia, like I've heard, like old, like older people will who were completely, you know, nice and sweet and passive get. So, yeah, I've got to be a tiptoe here. I have had a very elderly woman threaten to rip off my head and piss down my throat. Wow. Well, what did you do to provoke that, John? Uh, I, that I'm not going to say because <laughs> I, I'm not going to say it because I did anything. It's because I don't. HIPAA is weird. No, I, I understand. That was a joke. I no, I know, just... I know. I know. I'm just prefacing like it wasn't anything I did. It's just I can't go into any sort of details. But yeah, yeah, that was uh. That was a thing. Did you say you've already given a urine sample that's unnecessary, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been funnier to but no. Okay. That was just like a oh please don't let there be anyone around here. Yeah, we're the look, you're the, you're one of the golden girls. You're not the golden shower girl. So. <laughs> All, right. All right. See, if only Kirk was around, things would have, you know, you got to laugh, you diffuse the situation. That's what I've kind of noticed, like elderly people who their memory is going. It, it's, I hate to say it, but like, I remember my grand when 
after the third time she would ask me the same question, the fourth time all bets were off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where'd you, how, uh, wh- you know, how you, uh, where are you working? Oh, I'm working here. All right. Where are you working? Where are you here? Oh, I'm working. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, betting on the ponies. Oh, is that going good? Yeah. It's you know, better than most. I haven't got my knees <laughs> broken by a bookie. It's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, she's not gonna remember anyway. It's different. Right. All is good. Well, oh, sweet. It's, a, it's about 10.50. Yeah, it's about that I was going to say, it's episode 54. Kirk, uh, surprised to see you in, but nice surprise. And uh, yeah. don't you dare eat my cheese that's in your fridge, because I'll come for you. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, tall, that's a tall ask. I, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> there's, some, there's some nice pepper jay in there. You can have that, but do not touch the mozzarella. Pepper jay. All right. What? Ugh. You forgot your cheese. Damn it. Yeah. How stupid. <laughs> nice go nice delivery with the cheese. Delivery <laughs> female impersonator guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got some cheese today and I put it in his fridge for safekeeping. And I said, Hey, I'll be over later to pick it up. And then I forgot. Yep. So Oh, I'll be over at four thirty. And guess what? Just like the cable guy didn't show up. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> So, well, thank you for popping in, Kirk. It's always always fun when you pop in. Uh, John, different episode, you know? It was good, yeah. though. We, t- we talked about a lot on, like, in an hour and 15 minutes. Everybody, we look forward to uh, getting these 3D printers up and running. We'll keep you updated on that. And hopefully I'll have a YouTube video up pretty soon. I'm going to try and do a little tutorial on this printer if anybody is interested to see how it functions and runs. I'm still going to do a little more learning so I don't look like a dumbass on my YouTube video, which that's going to be tough. (laughs) I'm going to do my best, Kirk. I know it's a, it's a, I'm looking up the top of the hill, so I got to, that's mission impossible. That's what that Uh, is. Yes. Well, uh, it's it's kind of nice to say this, uh, John or Kirk. Do you have anything to say tonight? Yeah. Armadillo eggs. Armadillo eggs. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, I will check that out because uh, it, it did sound delicious, and I'm jealous. But what do you do? You brought it up. I didn't even know they were a thing. I have to look it up. So all right. you're welcome. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening and checking us out this evening. We will be back next week. Uh, John, are we doing Space Engineers tomorrow? Depends. I, okay. Yeah. that We'll see tomorrow. All right. Well, if, if, if John can buy some new Depends so he can <laughs> relieve himself while doing it, then you guys are good. Yes. Incontinence for John. Yes. That's a big thing. <laughs> Comes with the paleness. All right. So we're outy, right? Yes, we are out. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll be probably on tomorrow. Uh Space Engineers should be fun. Definitely until then. Minecraft. Huh? Oh, sorry, definitely Minecraft in the morning. So more than likely Space Engineers, but yeah. All right. Well, everybody hold tight for Space Engineers and until then, go boldly, friends.